Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Straight Shot Health Talk. This is your host, Dr. Kevin. And today we have a very important concept to discuss and I have a wonderful guest to kind of bring all sorts of crucial highlights to this disease and some frustrations I have about it. And the topic that we're going to be discussing today is fibromyalgia. Now, for those of you who may or may not know, fibromyalgia, by the definition, is a chronic pain syndrome that the diagnosis is actually very loose. It, all it really requires you to have pain on both sides of your body, above and below the belt line, being severe for greater than three months, and then it's usually associated with things like sleep disturbance and difficulty thinking, all these sort of vague things. Now, what's frustrating about fibromyalgia is one, if you look at our traditional medical literature, we, we have this diagnosis, but we don't know what causes it, and then we don't know what fixes it, and so we say that it is incurable. In fact, that is part of it, and if you read this stuff online about fibromyalgia and you see these posts about fibromyalgia, all they talk about is the only thing that you can do with it is live with it in management, and you can't cure it which to me is number one frustrating because if we don't know what the cause is or we don't know how it works, which is actually not true, uh, then we can't say that it is incurable. And number two, if we're stating something is incurable, then all we need is one person who gets cured in order for this bogus stuff that we're talking about to change. And as it so happens, there have been many, many people that have been cured from this syndrome. And I happen to be speaking with one of them today. Her name is Patricia Scott. She suffered from fibromyalgia for many years. And uh, I'm going to let her tell her story here. Patricia, great to have you on Straight Shot Health Talk. Thank you for having me, Kevin. All right. So um, I, I didn't want to go too much in my ranting mode, but but uh, when it comes <laughs> to just tell me about your background here and, and what were your experiences here? Meaning, um, and I guess what I want to ask about is, is one of the things I hear is when people say, well, you can't get better from fibromyalgia. So those who don't or who, who have gotten better from fibromyalgia, for some reason, they must not have had it to start with. So we're getting this catch 22 thing. So um, can you just explain your prog your pro you know, how did you start experiencing pain? And then what were you told by physicians and how did they diagnose you and how long, I guess, did you have this condition? Well, I had fibromyalgia for 12 years and how how the pain began was I was a public school teacher and I would be fine during the day. I would get through my days. My I loved my job. I loved my kids. And all of a sudden I would come home and I would start having some shoulder pain, maybe some hip pain. My legs would hurt. And then as the evening went on, as my, you know, afternoon and evening went on, it got worse and worse and worse and I was unable to sleep and being unable to sleep made my next day absolutely you know a grind and but I would get through my day again and so that was my pattern is I would come home and I would start getting all of these symptoms besides being a public school teacher I was also I and I still am a movement teacher. I teach a movement form called Nia and I also teach yoga. So it was my job after school to go dance my Nia classes, teach my yoga classes, and they only made my symptoms worse. I, I always, I love to dance, I love my students, I love my classes, but I would come home and my legs would ache and I would try to go to bed, I would try to go to sleep, and it, it took 800 milligrams of ibuprofen every single evening for me to be able to relax enough to go to sleep. So going to the doctors, telling them about this pain, <laughs> um, 
I went through a series of elimination diagnosis. So did I have multiple sclerosis? No. Did I have lupus? No. Did I have, and it went on and on and on, all these tests that I had, MRIs, um, ultrasounds, I can't tell you how many, I can, I can I, it's hard to even remember all that I went through, but I went through battery and battery and months and months of testing and one doctor couldn't help me, so I went to another doctor and this is so common and what happened with me is so common with people who have fibromyalgia. Finally, I had a diagnosis. It was an elimination because I didn't have all of these other things. Then I got the diagnosis, fibromyalgia. And I was told, Kevin, I was told exactly what you're saying. It was, nobody knew what caused it. Nobody knew what cured it. I was simply going to have to manage my symptoms. And as this went along, over the years as this went along, my symptoms simply got worse and worse and worse to the point where I left public school teaching and um, because I wasn't functioning well, I wasn't good anymore with the kids and um, I retired, so to speak, but I kept doing my movement classes. And before I came, before I found Dr. Howard Schubiner, I was getting about one or two hours out of my day. I would get up, I would go teach my classes, I would come home, that would be it. I would spend my time sleeping on the couch or sitting out in my backyard. Um, I was on all kinds of medications, Ambien to sleep, Lyrica for the pain, muscle relaxant. I mean, and the, you know, and the, my frustration about the medications was is they would work for a little while and then they wouldn't. And I would go back to the doctor and then the doctor would say, well, we just need to, you know, give you a bigger dosage. And I would take the bigger dosage and that would work for a while and then it wouldn't. So one day I had a student come into my, and I was thinking at this point I was going to be quitting teaching Nia and teaching yoga. Um, had a student come into one of my Nia classes with a copy of the Jewish News and in the Jewish News, which is a paper, uh, you know, a local paper, there was an article about Dr. Howard Schubiner, and he has a program called Unlearn Your Pain. And I was desperate, Kevin. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not saying that I was exactly suicidal, but I knew that I could not go on like this. I was losing my life, absolutely losing my life. So... I figured, what's one more doctor? I'll go see this guy and see what he has to say. Now, so I now, made an appointment. Go ahead. I just want to interrupt you. I'm sorry to interrupt you here, but there's a couple really crucial things I want to point out with this. Okay. Number one, from what was what it sounded like, is you were living pretty healthy to begin with. Oh, very healthy. And you were doing movement. And so in a, in a typical, and I have nothing against movement. I think movement is if, if for, for chronic pain and for, for life is, is vital and pro, pro, important to people. But you were already doing it. And so when you look at lots of fibromyalgia things, they say, well, you need to move. So you were doing, you are already a teacher of it. You were instructing it. You were doing these non-aggressive forms, things that we would say would be working for people. And yet your symptoms were still progressing. The other yes. part that I think is important is that, you know, with fibromyalgia, the, the, the diagnosis, again, I mean, it's as simple as a pain above and below the belt line, both sides, severe for three months, associated with like sleep disturbance and cognitive fogging. 
but not explained by anything else, or I should say not associated with anything else. And so you were run through the gamut on this. So you, yeah. ha I mean, and, and I just want to emphasize this. For 10 years, or at least after they've run through all these tests, you were diagnosed and you fulfilled all of the criteria for having fibromyalgia. I mean, yes. I, 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 I would wager to bet if anybody out there wants to say, well, what was this? We could, and I'm not saying we're going to do this, but I mean, if we took your medical record out and we brought it to 10 fibromyalgia specialists, everybody would concur. And as a, as a fellowship trained pain specialist, folks, I'm telling you, this is the diagnosis. This is what you hear. And then the other part I want to bring up is that when you started a therapy, you started a medication, uh, which you know, we love to throw drugs at everything. And so we throw the drugs on you and you describe what is classic and for not only just fibromyalgia, for a lot of chronic pain syndromes where you've got initial benefit. I wouldn't say resolution, but there was no. a mild improvement and then it went away. All exactly. right. And then, um, and so let's, let's touch on Howard, Howard's program. So Howard's been on straight shot health talk and I advise, well, I'll put links in the show notes and I'm going to emphasize that go back and see that, that, uh, that, that particular episode is a, is a very good one. But you, you saw this thing and you saw that Howard was doing his, his was he with a presentation or was it just his, his, his program that you saw? Well, it's just his program. The, the article described how this woman had gone to see him and had had a two and a half hour intake and then had gone through his four week program and she was pain free. And that gave me so much hope. I thought, oh my gosh, you know, if this person can do it, I can do it. You know, I absolutely can do it. So, um, you know, he wasn't making a presentation or anything, but I did order his book and look at the first, I think, I don't know, three or four chapters of the book, read about fibromyalgia and saw myself, or read about chronic pain actually, and saw myself in that portrait is I thought, this is me, this is me, this is me, he can help me. So I went, you know, I went to see Dr. Schubiner and did the two and a half hour intake. And he has a totally different way of approaching my pain. And in that nobody had asked me before, when did this pain start? Okay. But Dr. Schubiner asked me, when did this pain start? And I could pinpoint it to the time after my father died. And my mother came to live with me because my mother had some mental illness and could not care, care for herself. And over the years, I had been her caregiver. And so she came to live with me. And that is when my pain started, you know, just full blown. And so he tracked my history. He tracked my emotional history. And he looked at me and he said, no, there's no wonder you have fibromyalgia. I mean, look at this. And things started falling into place for me. That, you know, even though that in my body, I had no tissue damage, I had no structural damage, that in my emotional body, I had a whole lot of anger that I had stuffed. I had a whole lot of guilt that I had stuffed. And so... You know, it was no wonder to Dr. Schubiner why I had pain, but it was all new to me. What he said was all new to me. So, and I'm going to, there's something really important here. And this is for the listeners out there. Now, we've, we've talked about this on Straight Shot Health Talk before. And if you're on the emails, you're, you're, you, I know I've talked about it here. But what you just talked about was some insight that a lot of people don't have. So there is this belief 
um, that there are different type. You know, there's there's psychic pain or there's there's physical pain. And if right. you look at the definition, folks, if the actual medical definition, this is something that even all physicians should know and they struggle with. And I'm telling you this because I teach them. But pain, by definition, is a sensory and emotional experience. Now, what does that mean? All right. An experience is much different than a thing. And because of this, there is a sensory component that you perceive and feel within your body. And there is an emotional component to all pain. This does not make some pain real and some pain false. All right. So you can experience pain in the absence of tissue damage. And this has been well described for over 30 something years. So this idea that you, if you're feeling pain, that you are having bodily damage is simply false. It is not true. And this emotional, this emotional component in pain is actually one of the greatest drivers of all pain. Whether you have, if, if you've broken a leg or you have fibromyalgia, I'm telling you, if I break your leg and I put you in a situation where you're being abused and I'm torturing you and you're in the middle of a Turkish prison, that leg is going to hurt substantially more than if you were skiing with your buddies and you joke about how stupid the fall was that broke your leg. Right? right. So. Do not ignore this emotional component. And, and, uh, I, but, it, but it takes some insight out there. And so I'm just a guy. How did, you, how did you realize this? I mean, how did you, you know, piece this all together? Was it just the narrative that, that you saw with, doc, with uh, Howard's program? Or? Yeah, well, yes, it was. I mean, it was the narrative. And when, when my pain started, when the onset, it was so directly co- co- um, coordinated with my mother coming to live with me. And my mother and I have had a very difficult relationship. I mean, she's, she is, has now passed, but she, um, she was mentally ill and undiagnosed for all of my childhood and was not diagnosed until I was you know, well into college. And um, so I didn't understand, you know, what was going on with my mother. And um, I didn't understand how I was being treated as a child. And I didn't understand that to survive in all of that, I needed to repress all of those emotions, okay, just to get through. So when Dr. Schubiner laid out the timeline and said, oh, it started here, well, what, what stressors, what was going on in your life, bingo. I mean, it was obvious. And I didn't understand that my emotional, you know, state could affect my pain level and until Dr. Schubiner explained it to me. And what you say is absolutely right. You know, a broken leg, skiing with your buddies and having a good laugh and sitting by the fire with a hot toddy afterwards feels a whole lot different than the broken leg that happens, you know, in a torture. So but I didn't I didn't know that. I didn't know that at the time. I just looked at this man who had put something together for me that I could not put together for myself and and was just so deeply grateful, so deeply grateful. I was all in. I was absolutely all in. So, so that was, was that the first visit then or that was the first <laughs> the visit? Very, okay. That was my first visit, yeah. And then his program then has four weeks. I think there there are groups involved with it. And what did you find at the end of that four weeks when it came to your experience of pain? Well, abs- it was absolutely amazing. First of all, there's because we're in a group, there were 12 people in the group. And one, there's that whole thing of I'm not alone. You know, everybody's struggling with this. And it, and it really validated 
how I felt and and what was going on for me. And I, I just, it made me feel so capable of doing this. And then as the program went on, after week two, I had relief. I had a night or two where I slept well. I had, you know, I had some more mobility. I felt better. I was, you know, I was more enthusiastic, more optimistic. And so, I mean, I remember coming in to week two and saying, or week three and saying, oh my gosh, I have some relief here. And by the end of the program, I was 80% pain-free and I wanted to get off my meds. And so I did go back to my primary physician to be weaned off my meds, but that took another, I think, four or five weeks. And and I came out pain-free and it was just, I mean, it was like a miracle, you know? It was just amazing. I had my life back. And um, I I mean, it made my family happy. It made me happy. My students, you know, saw a new teacher standing in front of them. I mean, it was just, it was truly, truly, I don't, I don't want to use the word miraculous, but it was just so striking the difference. Since then, I took the program about, I think it's been five years since I've taken the program. So I want to interrupt you right there. Okay. That's five years. Yes, and Five I'm free. Yes. Okay. Yes. And, you know, even even more, I would say, when I came out of, of Dr. Schubiner's program, I was 80, probably 90% pain-free. I have no pain now. All right? I have absolutely no pain. So, you know, I am the person who was cured, and I have been told by people that I must not have had fibromyalgia in the first place because we all know fibromyalgia is not curable. I mean, and I just have to laugh because they see me now and they say, of course you don't have fibromyalgia. You never did. And I say, no, no, no. You should have seen me five years ago, six years ago, you know, when I was getting an hour or two out of my day and spending the rest of my time, you know, managing my pain. Yeah. So, well, and that's that's, really amazing. No, that's, uh, I'm so excited for you. And that's why when I met you, I had, I'm like, people need to hear this. Um, because it is in, 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 in for listeners out there who may be struggling when you're hearing this, I want you to just kind of imagine what when your belief system is such that you do not believe that you can be cured. That that is it, it's just it's just unbelievable to me because when we start looking at and I haven't even done a show on this, but when we start looking at pain beliefs and the amount that the belief and expectation can change and worsen or inc- or improve your experience of pain. I mean, again, the data is absolutely astonishing. And so we have people out there are trapped by a belief system, re- feeling that right. they can't do or they can't get better. Now, I'm going to, now the, the other thing I want to emphasize here is the work that you did through Howard's program was work that you did for yourself. Yes. It was not something, so what, Howard was guiding you and he was providing the information and suggestions. It wasn't, he wasn't prescribing pills to you. He wasn't no. uh, injecting you. He wasn't recommending, you know, aggressive done to you therapies. And folks, what those are called, those are known as passive treatments. So I like to say there's only three things that we can do to you as a physician in the healthcare system do to you directly. 
we can cut you, we can poke you, and we can drug you, all of which are passive-based therapies. And when you look at things like fibromyalgia, and if you look at chronic pain in, in general, when people get better, they get better with what are known as active therapies. Active therapies are done with the patient, meaning the patient actually has to be involved in doing these activities. And I'm sure, and, and I you know, know some of the details of the program itself, there, there's some active processing where you actually have to go back and you have to take some time. And, and um, so you did, did you did the stress narrative or, or what is his pain narrative, right? So listing out all the dates well, of pain and. Well, I went, I mean, I went through the program and, and I, and I do want to tell people it is hard work. Okay. It's hard work because there's all kinds of expressive writing. There's, um, self-talk, you know, so you change how you speak to yourself. There's meditation. There's a CD that I listen to every single night. And, you know, Dr. Schubiner recommends that you take an hour a day, but I, I even did more than an hour a day because I am, my life was so worth it. You know, I mean, I was willing to work hard and get to what was bothering me, get to what was repressed in my body, get to how to relieve my stress, things I, that were so habitual for me that I didn't even realize they were stressors. I didn't even realize, you know, that guilt can do that to you, you know. But I, I worked hard. I worked an hour, at least an hour a day, some days more. I listened to the meditations. I did everything that I needed to do and then came to class, the class only met once a week, and came to class ready to work even harder because I, I wanted out. I wanted out of this. You know, I wanted to cure, I wanted to unlearn my pain and I did. That, and that's just, just fantastic. I just love it. But, um, and I like how you also emphasize too often people will promise these quick and easy cures, right? I mean, really what's, what it comes through these drugs? And and I, my favorite are the the Pfizer. Or maybe I shouldn't say that because we're all. But anyway, the, one one particular drug company who loves to advertise their their fibromyalgia drug. It makes it look like you can just take this pill and you're going to be painting walls and dancing through flower fields, without having done any of the, really the work to do to get there. And, right. Uh, it, and instead, that really is training people for these either quick and easy these solutions, these passive based modalities, without the real work involved to get to get better. The other part that I want the listeners to kind of understand here is when it comes to pain, part of the misunderstanding when it comes to pain is the pain is trying to tell you something, right? So pain yeah. in general, and there's, um, I interviewed uh, Lorimer Mosley a couple, you know, a little while back ago, and he's got a different approach to this, but it's the same thing where you're, he, they're talking about pain as being a danger sign. I want people to think about pain trying to tell you something, right? And it, sometimes the messaging is off, but in this particular scenario, and for a lot of these chronic pains, it is telling you that something needs to change in your life, or there's something that needs to change either rescription of, of memories or, or taking contr active control of events in your life. And if yes. you're not, not willing to do that, the pain is still going to be speaking louder to you, saying, you need to get this, you need to get this, because your body loves you. <laughs> I mean, that's the other, I don't want to get all voodoo here, but your, your, your yeah. body is the, is the vessel for the brain and the mind, and it is trying to protect you. And uh, yeah, it's just, it, it just, it's just, it's just unbelievable to me. So I'm, I was so happy when I met you, Patricia, and I'm so happy yeah. to 
there are in a, you're not the only one out there. I think that's the other exciting thing. I'm sure through the program you met more than a few people that actually found benefit with this. And there are many, many people running around here that are without fibromyalgia anymore, the supposedly incurable condition. Well, I think you know, Kevin, that that this program and this this um, experience in my life changed my life. I, I mean, it changed me entirely um, to the point where I decided to go get trained as a life coach and then went back to Howard and said, um, I want to teach your program. I want to help other people do exactly what I did. And that is what I do now. I am a life coach. I coach people who have chronic pain conditions. I teach the Unlearn Your Pain program. I coach people individually. And I have been able to help dozens of people do exactly what I did. And that is so deeply rewarding. The other thing I want to say about the Unlearn Your Pain program is the exercises that are in it, when you say your body is trying to give you a message, that is that is it precisely. Your body loves you, you know, it, it's a benevolent universe and, you know, all your life wants is to be healthy and to feel good. And so when you get these messages of pain, you know, it's time to pay attention. And so since the program, since I graduated from the program, the pain has come back on rare occasions. But the program gives you the exercises that you can go, oh, wait, there's a message here. What is going on with me that I'm not paying attention to? And then you can open that program up anywhere in the book and say, okay, I'm going to write a message. I'm, I'm going to write a letter to my pain. I'm going to have a dialogue with, you know, what's going on in my life. And then be able to bring that up and out of your body and then be again, again, be pain free. So, you know, I said recently that there's layers to this, you know, but the Unlearn Your Pain program gives you all the tools that you need to keep working so that when you when pain comes back or when you know you've got an emotion that you need to deal with you get that message you know what I know what to do with it and my clients know what to do with it and they just keep working it so it's amazing and that's another important point because I my um, and I, I don't think I've ever said this on the air before, but really the goal with any of this, no one wants to be and I'm telling you guys, no one wants to be pain free. OK, we have there's actually a disease where that is a, a syndrome, congenital insensitivity due to pain. It's kind of a misnomer. But people who do not feel sensations or, or don't connect and generate a pain experience from it. And those people have horrible injuries. A lot of them die very early and have, you know, feet that fall off because of infections that have been treated. Pain mm -hmm. is there. It's trying to tell you something. Really, what you want to do is master your pain. Right. Yes. So, so that you understand yes. when those messages are coming or is trying to draw your attention that you're looking for what those signals may be. And when we we recognize that pain is a multidimensional experience and we're not just looking for tissue damage, we're not looking for a broken bone anymore, and we see that there is other components that generate and create the experience of pain, then we say, okay, well, 
is there something broken? No, there's no broken tissue. We're not having a heart attack. We don't have an infection. So what else is here? Well, let's look at the emotional component of pain. Uh, am I having conflict at work? Am I having these other things that, that I get so angry when people are saying, well, that has nothing to do with my pain? Well, let me tell you, folks, it has everything to do with your pain. <laughs> or is it the way that you're paying attention to it? You know, or is it your beliefs? I mean, they're, all of this stuff interacts. But once you understand how all of this fits together and that, that you really visualize and can see pain as a multidimensional experience, it opens up the world for you. And it is remarkably freeing. And people like Patricia, who are, you know, again, an incurable condition, and I'm talking to you face-to-face. You look fantastic. Uh, when we, we met face-to-face live, you were running around with more energy than me. So this is, you know, this is, it, it's possible, folks. And so I, I'm not, I know there's some people who may be struggling with this concept that may be saying, you know, I know my, and I hate this word, my pain is real. This can't be true for me. All pain is real, people. All pain is real unless you are lying, and almost nobody is lying about their pain. Um, you know, there's hope. And that's the other thing is there's a, there's so many people out there that have no hope left. Yeah, that's so true. And there's a gift. Um, I learned more about myself in the four weeks that I actively worked the program. I learned about myself. I learned about my history. I learned about, you know, what what hurts me. I learned you know, what I'm resilient against. I, the, my self-knowledge and my self-respect and my self, you know, even a sense of awe um, is deep because of this. And to be able to, you know, go through life, to look at the world, to build a business, to have a family, to have grandchildren, you know, we live active, active lives, and that can be a huge distraction from who we are on the inside. And so, you know, I hate when people say, you know, oh, this horrible thing that happened to me was the best thing that ever happened to me. But I have to say, this has been one of the the most deepening experiences of myself as a human being that I've ever had. And I'm deeply grateful to have this experience, honestly. And that sort of answers a question that I was about to ready to ask you, because this is a question I've asked people that have gone through cancer, that have had other profound health struggles with inflammatory bowel disease and things, which really is if you could go back in time and eliminate. So if we go back in time and eliminate your, your, your 10 years of fibromyalgia, but by doing so, you would never have the memories or experiences or have developed who you are now. Would you do that? Absolutely not. I absolutely not. No, it's been the biggest gift in my life. And, you know, my my relationship with Dr. Schubiner has been a huge gift in my life. The The clients that come to me, the people that come to me and they are in pain and they are, you know, so hoping, like you say, you know, there's hope, there's hope. You know, they're so hoping that they can learn to to um, unlearn their pain. You know, it's it's deeply rewarding. It's it's deeply, deeply rewarding. And I and I would never I wouldn't trade it for anything. Nothing. Yeah, that, is, that is awesome. And Patricia, thank you so much for joining us today. And where can people find you? Uh, you know, in this day and age, we have the internet. And if you, if someone wanted to talk to you or contact you about your coaching program or just talk to you about your experiences when it comes to this, the incurable disease of fibromyalgia, where yeah. can they find you? 
They can find me at www.patriciascottlifecoach.com. That is my website. Um, everything that I do is on my website. Even my movement classes are on my website. I do offer a half an hour free consultation. Call me, talk to me, you know, and and I never keep it to a half an hour either. I shouldn't say that probably, but, um, you know, that's absolutely free. I highly recommend that um, you download, anybody who's listening, you need to download the first five chapters of Dr. Schubiner's book, Unlearn Your Pain. It's on Amazon.com. You can download those first five chapters for free. If you find yourself there, if and, and a lot of people do find themselves in that first five chapters, go to my website, give me a call. I am happy to talk to you. And then if you, you know, if somebody wants to go through the program, I will, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm more than grateful to, exi- to um, uh, help with that. And for everybody else out there, Dr. Schubiner's program is actually based in the Detroit area. And I will also put links to his book, Unlearn Your Pain, as well as his website and Patricia's website in there too. All right. Well, thank you so much, Patricia. And for everybody else out there, stay well. Thanks. <laughs>